Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to Memento, a podcast by Washington Avenue Christian Church. See, here at Washington Avenue Christian Church, we understand that sometimes we forget who we are, and sometimes we forget what we're supposed to do, and sometimes we even forget what we talked about on Sunday morning. So in an effort to remind ourselves of who we are and what we're supposed to do and what we talked about on Sunday morning, we bring you Memento. Uh, my name's Shane. I'm the Connections Pastor here. And this is not Jake. This is our new friend. His name is... Lenny. Lenny McKay. Lenny McKay. What do you do here, Lenny? Uh, associate pastor on staff okay. for a variety of areas. Awesome, yeah. Um, like I said, this is not Jake. So um, you notice that we've been gone for the past couple of weeks. It's because, um, well, first week I was very sick. And then last week we were uh, kind of rebranding, or not rebranding, but re-evaluating like how we do things. And we're going to do um, some things a little bit different. You kind of noticed that along the way. Um, probably most importantly for you guys is that this is, uh, is going to be shorter now than, than it has been. So you're welcome for that. But um, we want to keep this sermon-centric as possible. If the idea is to remind you of what we talked about on Sunday, then we want to make sure that we're talking about what we talked about on Sunday. And um, the best way to do that is to bring in um, the speaker from Sunday, which this week happened to be Lenny. So when Lenny and Bob preach, they're going to join us, and then we're going to get Jim about once a month in here as well, which will be awesome. So Lenny, welcome yes. aboard to your first episode. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm used glad. to doing this with not a big audience. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. it feels, feels odd sometimes. Think, yeah. It's a throwback to COVID a little bit for me. It's just like talking <laughs> yeah. to an empty room. <laughs> um, it gives me heart palpitations sometimes. But so... The, the, the sermon this week was Daddy-Daughter Dance. And before yes. we dive into the sermon, can I just say that um, you, more than, than anybody, on two separate occasions have just like crushed me with the weight of being a father to a daughter. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> At Jenna's wedding, like, I don't even remember what you said, but I was just like sitting there and you said something mm. like right at the beginning. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then on, on Sunday, you, yeah. you threw that picture up of you and Emily at the wedding. And yeah. um, again, like, I don't even necessarily remember what you said, but yeah. I was just sitting in the back getting my notes ready. And I was like, oh man. A picture's worth a thousand words. And uh -huh. yes, they... Uh, I, yeah. I, I crushed myself just <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was the dancing. Oh. It was the, with, with your little yes. feet, and you got a little emotional, and I was yeah. like, yeah, Janessa likes to dance with me right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> she used to not. Like, I used to try and dance with her, and she's like, no, Daddy. I was like, you're way too young to, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. be too cool to dance for me, um, or with me, yeah. um, but she, she does that now. So, Daddy-Daughter yeah. Dance was yep. uh, the, the title of this week's sermon, and it was from Ephesians uh, 6, 1 through 4, and then you also brought in Colossians right, right. Uh, 3, 21. 20 and 21. So let me read the text for us real quick. Okay. We'll get on the same page and go from there. Here's Ephesians 6, 1 first. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I'm reading from the ESV, if okay. uh, some of the wording sounded different there. And then Colossians 3, 20 and 21 says, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. And um, I heard it said once that sometimes the most important things about sermon writing are the things that don't make it in the sermon. Mm -hmm. So before we dive in too deeply... Um, what do you wish you had five more minutes to say on Sunday that I'm giving you five minutes to say right now? Okay, I'll try not to take five minutes. <laughs> Sometimes those things don't go in there, and it's good that they didn't because um, um, 
uh, just make it sermon a little too long. Sure. But uh, the first thing is I did not end up reading all the verses to the song. Originally, mm. I was going to do that, but mm-hmm. realized uh, with graduation Sunday, I, I needed not to do that, but I thought I could just kind of start it with the, the beginning. I think one of the services, I actually did read the last verse. Um, there was a section in there on the discipline part that uh, I took out. Uh, it was some probably practical application mm. uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, just kind of helping uh parents, especially new ones coming up, you know, want some practical advice on, on some discipline things, such yeah. as uh, start early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you wait till they're six, seven years old, you have, uh, uh, they're going to win most of the battles. Um, yeah, you know, trying good. to get another mm-hmm. one is discipline for their defiance and rebellion, not their childish mistakes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. spilled mm-hmm. milk will just happen unless they just look at you defiantly and then just push it over. That's different. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, communicate and, and enforce. Uh, uh-huh. we, we tend to uh, one, two, two and a half. I'm not, I'm not kidding. You know, you know, do that a little too often. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I took out a bunch of that. Uh, I had my wife look over this and that's, that was one of her suggestions. Yeah. She said, you know, it's really not what the text is saying here. Mm-hmm. It works, but it's not. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I agree with you, and I needed to cut out some things, so so that got cut out. And those those are probably the two primary yeah, things. That's great. Thanks yeah. thanks for sharing that. That just yeah. reminded me uh, the counting is yeah. like we're kind of trying to feel out like with Janessa. Yeah. She's she's so sensitive yeah. that like even like saying something. I said something like not sternly to her, but just to like make the point last yeah. night. Like she wanted to chew on this little thing. And I was like, you can chew on all of these other parts, but like, don't chew on this. <laughs> like, just like you would have thought. I was like, no. Um, and so we have to be really, really careful. Yeah. But the other night she was not wanting to listen to uh, put on her jammies. She was just like rocking in the chair and she loves to count right now. And so I was like, baby, I'm going to count to five. And, and by the time I'm done counting to five, I need you to have been out of the chair yeah. and start putting your jammies on. And so she's sitting there rocking. I go, one, two. She's like, three, four, <laughs> five. And she's just like rocking and looking at me. And she's like, now what, daddy? <laughs> Six, I keep going. And I was like, well, that's, you like that's, to count. That's, that's not what I'm trying to accomplish. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had to, um, we had to tweak a little bit of the yeah. counting. It's like, it's not a game. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, so what, what I loved yeah. about this sermon, Lenny, yeah. was that like you, you, you made sure to not just talk to one group of people in the room and you, you, you told us right at the very beginning, like this is for four different groups yeah. of people, right? You want to tell us those four groups of people again? Yeah. Well, first off was actually children who are in the home. And I knew mm-hmm. in the audience I would have that fit that bill, junior hires up and being graduation Sunday, I knew yeah. I would have these teens uh, that were there, but all kind of ages of junior high and high school. Uh, the second age was those who are in the house but are transitioning out, which was our graduates, mm-hmm. and maybe some of the early college who are kind of in that mode. Uh, the other one was those of us who've been out of the house for a while, but we're still in that realm of uh, we need to be honoring parents. So I guess it could be everybody there. Sure. But then mm-hmm. the fourth one was along that line, that we are all children of God. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, these uh, illustrations are all kind of analogistic or metaphoric for also that relationship yeah, that we yeah, have. So, yeah, and I, I loved the connections that yeah. you made there. Hopefully we'll get to um, come back to that. Um, so just getting into the text here, um, Paul starts off 
in 6.1, and he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And then yeah. in verse 2, he quotes um, from Deuteronomy and Exodus, the, yeah. the um, commandment. Six, right? Is it the sixth commandment? Uh, fifth. fifth. It's fifth. Dad, come in. Um, I was sitting in yeah. there like, I had to really think on Sunday when you were like, well, I also talked about Deuteronomy 5 and Deuteronomy yeah, 6 it. and all that's that. It. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, so he says, obey, children, obey your parents. But then he quotes and it says, honor. And you yeah. talked about both. Um, learning to obey mom and dad um, is the baseline for learning to obey God um, was, um, I think, a pretty direct quote. Right. Um, and then also uh, that obedience is based in trust. Um, and, and so I just noted here, I said, you, you talked about the difference, but when does the transition happen from like strict obedience to honoring? Uh, not that you're not honoring when you're obedient, yeah. but like, I'm not going to clarify the question anymore. 18 years, two months, 13 days. Perfect. No, I, yeah, it, it is a, it is a transition period. And I don't know if, um, you can always say it's like right now. I know mm-hmm. I facetiously said something about when they start paying their taxes, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think it is a transition that that while you're in the house, uh, there's still that always that obedience. And I would even say, you know, when kids are kind of out of the house, but then come back and live at home under mom mm-hmm. and dad's roof, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they want to say, you can't tell me what to do, but you're back under mom and dad's roof. Yeah. So uh, you've kind of put yourself back under that umbrella a little mm-hmm. bit although mm-hmm. the relationship has been changing. Mm-hmm. So I would say obeying is a kind of a one aspect of honoring them. You Certainly, know, yeah. One of the ways in which you do it. Mm-hmm. The obedience part will be changing. Uh, our role as parents changes with you mm-hmm. as you get older type thing, and, and we're a little bit more guides yeah. Um, yeah. along the way. And, mm-hmm. and so I... Where that line exactly is, it's it's yeah. hard to tell. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you're out on your own at 18 years old, I, and I guess it would be different mm-hmm. if you're still at home at 21 and yeah, 25, so, yeah. 28, 27. <laughs> <laughs> Happens more often. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, man, I think mm. um, the the line that 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 hit me the most, Lenny, was. Um, you said to honor your father and mother is to do for them what they have done for you, um, which you said was a quote from somebody else. Yes. Um, either way, it was, man, it was great. And yeah. you shared a couple of personal examples of that yeah. that you got to witness. And I, and I know that there's way more than that too, but like yeah. for me, I was just thinking about my dad with, with Papa, Dwayne. Right, right. um, you know, he just basically moved in with him for three weeks, um, yeah. which is, he, he would have done it as long as it took. It yes. just only took three weeks, but um, that... I, I didn't have those words for it, but mm-hmm. like as soon as I heard you say that, I knew yeah. exactly what um, what you were talking about there. So, um, what an example it is that you had that to to see mm-hmm. to be able to emulate also mm-hmm. yeah. down the yeah. road, either mm-hmm. now and later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I used to always tell my dad too when he would come home frustrated with Papa and you know his stubbornness. I was like, hey, just be taking notes because like I'm not going to put up with this. Whenever, <laughs> <laughs> whenever it's your turn, so yeah. uh, remember how this feels. Yeah. Um, no, I've also had um, those older people say, you can't tell me what to do. I used to change your diaper. Right, so, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like, well, now I'm changing yours. So. Yeah, that's, that is correct. <laughs> and it does happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you, you asked the question, you anticipated the audience's question, both in Ephesians and Colossians, um, 
where Paul singles out fathers. He's, um, and so you just ask the questions, why fathers only? And uh, confessional time here. I just straight missed like your second reason why. So you said first, yeah. because we're the head of the household. And, and third is because we're the most likely the ones to do the provoking, which yeah. I thought was really profound. But help me out with that second point. The, what was that? The second one is we are the, it's our primary responsibility. I think God okay, gives yeah. us as mm-hmm. leaders of family when he says, okay. husband's head of the wife, uh, I think fathers being the head of the family, it's our primary yeah, responsibility yeah. that we often turn over to, we just let mom raise them. Mm-hmm, we're going to mm-hmm. go make the money and... Mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, okay. And then let I do remember you saying that. I yeah. had just blended that in with the, yeah. the uh, head of the household thing. But yeah, that makes... Well, I'm impressed you re- you remember as much as you did. Well, yeah. I took notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I do remember, I do remember a lot. Um, I, I think those are really good things. And uh, I was just curious about your thoughts on, and we can even kind of jump back into the end of five as well with Paul's, uh, those nine verses that he's mm-hmm. been talking to men about how they treat their women, wives, not women. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> uh, Come here, woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to reread the text. Um, those nine verses about how they treat their wives. And then this is backed up right against it as well. I'm specifically talking about fathers and just like the countercultural nature uh, that this text for us, we're like, Oh yeah, of course we're supposed to love our wives. And of course, like, yeah, don't, don't be a jerk to your kids. But like in those days, like, I feel like it was a lot more countercultural. You want to, you want to talk about that? Yeah. And I kind of go back and forth on this a little bit because I I know, you know, some will talk about it being countercultural and yet at the same time, you know, those, well, especially the, the boys, they would send them to school early and they would, and, mm-hmm. and teach them all this because they knew, hey, we're training these to be men and uh, someday. And so I think kids, and yet at the same time, uh, when the disciples come to Jesus and they're like, you know, you're bothering the master, you know, bringing right, right. these kids. Mm-hmm. And Jesus mm-hmm. kind of elevates them and then says, you know, unless you become like these children. Mm-hmm. So Jesus had a way of elevating kids and uh, elevating the status of, of the women mm-hmm. and the different roles that we play and the different parts that we play in a family is um, um, we might have our roles, but that doesn't mean that one role is more important than any other roles. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Those are good thoughts for sure. Um, I was just thinking, it's funny that you brought those two up because those were the, like the two examples of, like Paul doesn't tell us to do anything here that like Jesus didn't do in his ministry, yeah. whether it's, you know, elevating women, obviously like he didn't have a wife. And so it was a little bit of a different thing, but he did like elevate women in a lot of ways. And one of our uh, listeners actually, uh, John, John Lee had texted me that after um, the first week in this with the wives submit to your oh, husbands, yeah. he had texted me. He was like, you know, a lot of people want to give the Bible like and, and say that it it's very oppressive to women, but really like when you read it and understand the culture, like Jesus and like Paul and these, they really elevated women yeah, in yeah. a lot of ways. And I thought that was a great point and a great reminder. And yet at the same time, kept it within the biblical framework sure, of how yep. God established mm-hmm, them. But yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, good, good things. Um, man, you said uh, teach in the teach and discipline. In, in the same way that we are being taught and disciplined by God. Um, do you want to elaborate on that at all? This is, this is an unprepared for question, but um, you want to elaborate on that at all? Or, or what, what might that look like? Or maybe better yet, what did that look like for you as a father? As me being a father to the kids? Yeah. Um, ooh, now you're getting... 
touchy and put me on the spot here. Um, well, I know I, when I talked about it and brought in the passage from Ephesians, I mean, uh, from Hebrews, uh, reminding us that uh, when a father corrects their children, it's because they do it because they love them. Mm-hmm. And even calls them over in Hebrews, they're illegitimate children if you don't do that. You know, yeah. If you don't care mm-hmm. enough to, to discipline. Well, and he made, he made the, the comment about God loves those he disciplines those that he loves. Mm-hmm. And um, I have learned that with my children. I'm going to say it in two factors. I learned that just with my children. The more I loved them, the more I was wanted, wanted to make sure they grew up knowing what was right and mm-hmm. would do those right things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also began to see it even in my years of youth ministry, learning to, in a sense, discipline those the teens that were in my department, mm-hmm. but the more I cared about them, the more I was willing to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah. the more, more that grew, the more I did so, but always motivated out of, by mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's really where it starts because uh, that's one way in which we demonstrate love. I yeah, mean, absolutely. I, you know, those kids who don't have any parents to just show what's right and wrong and, mm-hmm. and you know because it's for the purpose of training it is home yeah. is a training mm-hmm. ground yeah and, and yeah. I, I loved yeah. that i don't think that i wrote it down oh yeah i did yeah. um sometimes home is a playground other times it's a battleground but it's always a training ground i thought yeah. was was really really profound and i was just sitting here thinking um about how discipline gets such a bad rap um because discipline is so often associated with punishment yeah and there's room yeah. and space and need for both yes. in the in the parent-child relationship, um, but discipline doesn't. It, it, they're not the same thing, yeah, right? right? And so, like finding the balance, of, like discipline is something. Hopefully, that we're actively kind of doing and living out all the time. And then there are those like defiant kind of moments where right. it's like this is a punishable offense here, right? right. Whereas you know I'm disciplining Jan- disciplining Janessa, you know, a lot of the time yeah. um, in our interactions, just in teaching her how to exist as a functional human yeah um well that's when i i did talk about that moves from external to internal early on Mm -hmm. there's a lot more our discipline is is more external but Mm -hmm. as they grow up we're we want to teach them to where it's starting to become internal Mm -hmm. from them and it takes Mm -hmm. a little while but they they start to learn that and Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. the more they do that the less we have to do the other Yeah, yeah 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 that this is a raw connection, so it it may not work, but it kind of like just going back to the second half of what you said of, of being taught and disciplined by God is like it, there are maybe, maybe there's like that applies as well. Like from the external to the internal is like, yeah. it, you know, your faith is like the, you know, not just a mental ascent or a belief in, but like an action of like, an actionable response to what God has done for us. And, and it, we continue to like do those actions, but those actions ought to more and more be motivated out of like our internal growth right, and right. Um, love for God. And yeah, it just reminded right. me, we've been in Hebrews six. And so where he's, you know, you, you, you're so focused. So you want, we ought to be talking about bigger, better things, mm-hmm. but you guys are immature because you haven't moved on from like the elementary things you know and that's and that's made me think of i hear sometimes hear people say well i just wait for god to tell me what to do yes. and <laughs> and at some point in my head i'm mm-hmm. thinking well that's sort of an 
immaturity, and I'm yeah. not wanting to offend anybody, sure. but uh-huh. but it is, at some point as we grow and mature, mm-hmm. the things that we've learned and taught, there comes that internal discipline, the inner voice that tells us, I do this because it's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, this is yeah, the right yeah. thing uh-huh. to do. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wait for God to, to dictate every, my every mm-hmm. move because he's sort of built that within me. Yeah, yeah. And he'll yeah. move mm-hmm. me and send me and prompt me to do mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, my mentor used to say, like, the more we tell you who you are, the less I ought to have to tell you what to do. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. our identity, like, comes with uh, 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 action points. Like, yeah. we're supposed to do these things because of who we are. So. Right. Great stuff. Um, any final thoughts or anything you want to add on? Yes, one final thought. One I did right. bring it up in the sermon, just kind of giving honor to some different ones. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, the ones that kind of uh, on my heart, even as I was preparing this, and I even visited with one of these couples afterwards, is is those those parents who weren't biological parents. Uh, they're now older but they're now dealing with grandkids and in some cases grand nieces or uh, even not that, but they've, mm-hmm. they've been yeah. brought in from the outside mm-hmm. and uh, it's difficult. They, mm-hmm. You don't have the energy when you're older that you once right. had. And, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people at Washington Avenue yeah. uh, that, that are in that, mm-hmm. in that world. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so just wanted that to sort of encourage them. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a blessing, but all, what an honor to have somebody who will step in those kids' yeah. lives mm-hmm. and, it's so, and train them up. Yeah, yeah so very yeah. Sacrific- self-sacrificial, right? Yes. And, yeah. and, yeah, hopefully they'll, those kids will grow up with that point in their mind yeah. to honor is to do for them what, they have, what they've done for you. One of those guys sitting right behind the camera over here too, yeah. um, Isaac and his kids um, that, that him and his wife have taken in, so... That's right. I'm thankful for, for your example in that too, yeah. Isaac. Um, yeah, I might get teary, so I have to shut it down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah cool. Maybe that's a good point. Um, yeah. Lenny, thanks for carving out some time to be with us today, man. It was You're good. Welcome. Thanks for the invite. Good uh, discussion, and we'll do this more over the summer because you and me are tag teaming. Oh, that's true. Um, over this summer, so that'll be fun. I'm excited. Okay. For that. So, um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you haven't already, make sure that you like. And subscribe and share these things um, so that um, we can have more listeners um, and reach more people. We're thankful for the time that you give us every single week. Um, we love you, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.